Good afternoon, and welcome to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio and Podcast. Today, we are going to address the truth about the unknown God. We will cover many scripts, so please download the cast to reflect on each script that we speak about today. It could be very handy to have your Bible in hand to turn to the script as we focus on it during the segment. Okay, so thank you for being here. Let's begin. First, we give all credit and glory to the Lord God Almighty. In Him, all things are made possible. We will now pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but please, Father, deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever and ever. Amen. It is September the 22nd, 2020, and the message is Waste Not Another Moment. The other message of this cast is called The Unknown God. Our Father, our Father God declares that we are in fact in our last days. However, do not let any man fool you, for he or she holds not the day, the hour, or the minute when our Heavenly Father, King Yeshua HaMashiach, will return. And Acts 1, 7, and he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Lord has put in his own authority. However, I can attest to you that our Lord God Almighty, our Heavenly Father, Yeshua HaMashiach, is on his mighty way. So the question today is at hand, is are we ready to face him? Have we humbled ourselves before him? And the most important, do we really know him? Some of us think that God, that we have God in control. We pray to altars, we pray to statues, the virgin statues, or any godly image statue in the world. We do processions, we play church music, we march in a band or in a church building, we pay tithes, so then we believe we are really ready to face God Almighty. This message comes from the living God Almighty, the one true God, the most high God of all creation. Religion was never established by Yeshua HaMashiach. In fact, in John 3.3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. We are in a time in the world where people are adhering to their own terms set by their own standards. However, these standards don't coincide with the standards set by the, the Lord God Almighty. He set the standard. He gave us a standard. Through the Ten Commandments in Exodus, He died on a cross in Calvary for our sins to break the curse of the land on the sin that was here to enable us to receive salvation through repentance, to also receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So let's look at the decisions taken by His people to cause all of this to come to pass. I will begin here at the very 
at a very important place that set all humanity marching into the hands of its enemies. It is here the Lord wants us to reflect at this moment to see now why we are in such a disarray in this world. You can turn in your Bible right now to Samuel 1.8, and it states, Israel demands a king. Samuel 8, number 1, Samuel 8. And it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons judge over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second was Abi. They were judges in Beersheba, and his sons walked not in his ways, but turned aside after lucrate and took bribes and perverted judgment. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel unto Ramah and said to him, Behold, thy art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like, the, like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people and all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me. I should not reign over them according to all thy works, which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even unto this day wherewith they have forsaken me, and they have served other gods. So do they really also unto thee now? Therefore, hearken unto their voice, howbeit ye protest solemnly unto them, and show them the manner of the king that shall reign over them. This is the next part of it. It's uh, Samuel's warning about kings and ten. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people that asked him a king. And Levin, he said, this would be the manner of the king that shall reign over all of you. He will take your sons and appoint them for himself, for his chariots, and to be his horsemen. And some of them should run before his chariots. And he will appoint them captains over thousands and captains over fifties, and will set them to hear his ground and to reap his harvest and to make his instruments of war and instruments of his chariots. And they will take your daughters to be confectionaries and to be cooks and to be bakers. And he will take your fields and your vineyards and your olive yards, even the best of them. And he will give them to his servants. And he will take the tenth of your seed and of your vineyards and give them over to his officers and to his servants. And he will take your men's servants and your maid servants and your good, goodliest young men and your asses and put them to his work. He will take the tenth of your sheep, and ye shall be his servants, and ye shall cry out in that day, because your king, which ye have chosen you, and the Lord will not hear you in that day. So we continue into 19 of Samuel, and it says, God grants the request. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel, and they said, Nah, but we will have a king over us so that we will also be like all the nations and that our king may judge 
us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he rehearsed them in the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Hearken unto their voice, and make them a king. And Samuel said unto the men of Israel, Go ye every man into his city. Now we're going to be looking at Acts 23 to 30. Please turn to it in your Bible. Our Lord wants every man to read and understand this. So it, it begins with number 23. For as I passed by and I beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship him. I declare unto you, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in the temples made with hands. Neither is worshipped by man's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and bread and all things. And hath made one blood of all nations of men, for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed, the bounds of their habitations, that they should seek the Lord, if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he may not be far from every one of us. For in him we live and we move and we have our being, as certain as also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought to not think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone, graven by art and man's device. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent, because he had appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he had ordained, whereof he had given assurance unto all men that in that he had raised him from the dead. It is here that our Lord makes it certain that the only passage to God Almighty is through the living sacrifice of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, and not by the images of his sight of a human's ideals or imaginations as our earthly cultures and customs are not of the Lord except the ones he originally ordained through our forefathers. And as his works were completed on Calvary, as he was nailed to the cross and his sacrifice served as a weapon against all sin. We're talking about sin because one drop of his blood broke the curse of the land which was set against any man in sin to perish in the lake of fire for eternity. But the good news is Jesus, through Yeshua, Yeshua, Jesus, made it possible for any man to repent from all his sins and be born again through redemption by Yeshua HaMashiach, who also grants the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Lord set the standard, His standard, his righteousness in truth and justice, not by the way we see it in our mind, not by the way we change with our hearts. It is his standard. He is the chief cornerstone rock. He set that foundation. So if we ignore the very gift our, 
own Lord Almighty through Yeshua HaMashiach has offered us and continue to go by our own customs set by the world, then we have never under humbled ourselves to know the one true God. And this, my friends, is where we are in a big spiritual trouble on this land. Because if we give in to fleshly desires, partake of worldly possessions, fortune, fame, material, expensive cars, houses, boats, jewelry, clothes, shoes, etc. Anything that is far beyond necessity or abuse drugs or abuse alcohol or abuse or in fall into sexual sin or sexual perversion or any unclean things, the love of idolatry and paying homage to any statues or any gods that are not that have nothing to do with the kingdom of Yeshua HaMashiach. The Lord says, do not pay any attention to images. Pay attention to Him. We also pay attention to famous people. We also pay attention to musicians, actors, sportsmen, women. All of these are the idols in our land. They're keeping us chained to the oppressor. Then if we continue this, we're still partaking in sin and we're keeping our spiritual gifts of the living God eclipsed from our very souls. For it is written in the Ten Commandments, you shall not have any other gods before me. The Lord and His Holy Spirit can only dwell in the spiritual cleanliness in light and truth. Without these present, we cannot benefit from the Holy Spirit or the path in righteousness, justice, and honesty to the kingdom of the Almighty God. In Psalms 9.9, it says, The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed and a stronghold in times of trouble. It is comforting to know that God is with you when you are in the midst of trouble. Pray to know God and His peace. Therefore, a church building or a church... We, all, we always have churches on this land, but the real church, I'm going to tell you right now, saints, the real church is the Lord God Almighty. It is Yeshua HaMashiach, accepting His gift of redemption and His gift of the Holy Spirit. That is the true church, not a building on this land. But there are churches on this land, and they too can also keep us in sin and I'm going to explain to you how because when the the spirit of God is present it cannot be present with sin so there is sin among the brethren if there's a problem inside the church building where there's a pastor a preacher people who call themselves men of God but they do not adhere to the commands of the Lord God above Therefore, these such men and women, they can misguide us and they can cause us to fall from the kingdom of heaven because they are keeping the spirit of sin stirred inside the congregation because all men are fallible, which is why we must put our trust in the Lord God Almighty, not a single man or saints or holy people for the people are of flesh and bones and they will not live forever. Therefore, let's look to God. Let's look to Him that sent those who is the Almighty together with the truth of His Word. For the Word of God is good yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Hallelujah. 
The Lord Almighty God is the only mighty to save, forgive, restore each and every one of us. He is mighty to keep us from our enemies, both physical and spiritual. No man anywhere can do this, nor he ever will. Now, there have been some been granted gifts by the Lord God. For example, God displays his gifts through the people he chooses. And these people can present the power of God, but it's the, still the power of God. For example, he uses the power of God inside a man or a woman to show forth his power. As in Samuel 1, 17, 50, when David prevailed over the Philistine, the giant, with a sling and with a stone. He smote that Philistine, the giant, and he slew them. He, he died but the stone was really small, if you remember. It was not a big rock. It was a small stone, and it was just one blow. That was a blow of the Lord, the Lord God. That was the, lo the blow of the hand of God, because that's what the Lord does. He, he challenges us to rise to the occasion, and when we rise to the occasion to meet the Lord on His terms, then He gives us the strength and the ability to overcome, to overcome against our enemies to defend us against the enemy. The enemy of God is our enemy. As we, If we are children in God, the same enemy is his enemy. So he's going to rise us to the occasion, strengthen us, and we're going to be able to overcome these enemies by the sheer power of God. That's why it's very important to really dig in and start to look to the Lord. There are plenty of examples in the Bible of God using men of God to show forth his power. However, without sacrifice or the sacrifice of our desires for worldly things and for our fleshly things, we cannot get to the full capacity of the Holy Spirit to tap into the favor of the living God. It is here where His grace abounds upon His men on earth to carry forth the blessings from heaven. Without withholding from the norms of this culture or society or this flawed society, we cannot tap into the kingdom of God as all things come from the kingdom of thy Lord God. However, curses will manifest as long as there is any sin in one's life. Those curses can show forth through manifestations of poverty, sickness, pride, a broken spirit. These things keep us from any good spiritual growth towards the kingdom of heaven. In Romans 8.14 it says, For all those who are led by God's Spirit, these are the God's sons. One of the greatest gifts of God offers us is the privilege of being led by the Spirit of God. As children of God, we can expect to be led by the Holy Spirit, which will provide us the wisdom of God to make the right decision. Our ability to tap into our calling is much easier when we are able to make decisions based on the, the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit. This is the wisdom this wisdom will allow us to make decisions today based on knowing what will happen tomorrow. What many people fail to realize is that you can develop a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit just like you already have 
with God through Jesus Christ, through Yeshua HaMashiach. And John 14, 26, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring your remembrance all things that I said to you. And John 14, it also states the Holy Spirit is not only a personal guide, but also a teacher in this life. No one should waste another moment in seeking thy Lord God and with a sincere heart and repent today and be willing to accept his gift of the Holy Spirit to guide and protect you on the straight and narrow path to the kingdom of God. You can find a repentance prayer in Psalms 51, 1 through 18, and the Ten Commandments, for they are still the laws of the Lord Almighty God, presented by Moses in Exodus 23 to 2017 in the King James Version of the Bible. A lot of times we don't look at abiding in the commandments. We just go along with life as it is normal to ignore them. Recently, I was reminded how important it is to keep the Sabbath day, for example. In the world today, everyone practices on Sundays for religious gatherings or praying to the Lord. However, in the commands, it clearly states the Sabbath day, which is on a Saturday. That is a seventh day, so declares our Lord God. For he set the time which was set by him, our God, our Lord. But as in everything in society, it is changed or was changed to suit the needs of the world. As it is viewed, it is not by what the Lord commands. We have great needs in this world at this very moment. However, if we never look at our Lord for those needs and we don't abide in him, we will continue to remain under the oppression of darkness and demonic forces that roam this earth and this world. This is the alarm, the call out to everyone that it is very important to commune with our Lord God, most high in prayer, to really relate to him for his time is at hand and our days are numbered. Nobody holds that time, only our Lord God, which each day is a precious day as we should recognize that our tomorrow is not promised. There is no time to waste. I am here encouraging every one of you to take time daily to seek thy Lord God. Be with him, praying, telling him about you, everything about yourself, asking him and talking to him as your friend, for he is your friend. Remember accepting the Holy Spirit into your life because that is what really is going to guide you. As this world is more and more troublesome, the Holy Spirit is what is going to guide us. The Lord God through Yeshua HaMashiach is our true friend in all creation. There are not many true friends in the human world. The Lord never leaves us. He is the most faithful to us, even when we let him down. However, he expects us to tow our end of faithfulness and honesty in him. And embracing his set standards, you are saying yes to God, and he will receive you and protect you because you are declaring him over all worldly desires, fleshly desires, and the ways of this world. In doing this, you are a new person, 
and a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. I'm going to take this minute right now to encourage each and every one of you to review back the scripts that we've covered in today's podcast. Uh, you're going to look at Samuel 1, 8, Acts 17, 23 to 31, Romans 8, 14, John 14, 26. May God find you looking unto him and may he bless you in your venture into finding him. We really appreciate you being here today. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. It is important to never give up in your hope of our Lord God, but we must do what he is asking by abiding in him and his truth. I pray that the Lord strengthens you on your journey back to him. God bless you. We'd also like to thank you for, li for listening to Fruit of the Spirit Radio. We hope to see you in the next podcast. And we also like to extend a special thanks to GospelRiver.com, who has provided this lovely music by Emily Foster. It is called Be Still My Soul. I hope you enjoy it. God bless you all, and thank you for joining us. See you soon.